Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's Kelly. And Troy. And this week, I wanted to start with an apology. Um, We did an episode on Demi Lovato for our Patreon episode. And I was the one who pulled the blinds and everything. And Demi's pronouns have changed from she, her, and they, them. So it's all four. And it was my mistake. I genuinely didn't know that I was supposed to use she and they together. Um, so I want to apologize for that to anyone who I offended. I just, I wasn't aware of that. And I appreciate the people who educated us on that because there will be more non-binary stars that we cover. And I definitely want to make sure that we cover them correctly. So thank you for pointing that out. And I just wanted to apologize again to anyone who I offended. With that, this week, we're going to be doing an episode that is basically my Super Bowl. Um, I have been so excited to do this episode and Troy and I, we were going to do James Corden, but he doesn't have enough blind items. So this is kind of a um, half One Tree Hill, half current pop culture. I'm excited to learn the One Tree Hill things, finally. Like, we've talked about it a lot. I'm excited to, like, really get into it. Now, before we get into all, all that, Troy, before I know your One Tree Hill thoughts and feelings, let's talk about Lady Gaga being cast in The Joker. Your face. <laughs> I guess movie Gaga is here to stay and pop star Gaga is going to remain kind of on the back burner, kind of not, kind of in between. It's like, a, it's not a roaring boil, but it's like, it's simmering, I guess. Ugh, what do you think about this? I mean, I don't know. Apparently it's going to be a musical too. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. And I saw a tweet. I, I wish I could remember who tweeted it. They were like, I wish they kept that a secret until the moment it was in theaters. <laughs> that would actually be amazing. But I, I'm preparing to deal with her being Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> At least with Harley. Here's the, what I will say. At least I, I do like more when Gaga gets to be like an out of the box character rather than like when she's really being Oscar Gaga. At least mm-hmm. she gets to be like weird and kind of playful. Like this is like an extension of like music video Gaga a little bit, you know? Yeah. I'm shocked she's still doing her Chromatica ball. I really thought she was going to cancel that for good. 
I thought so too, but I'm happy she's doing it because I'm going. (laughs) What show are you going to? I'm going to go to the LA one. Oh, well, we love that for you, Troy. (laughs) I feel like I'm just hand feeding you these pop culture topics. Britney's wedding. (laughs) Britney's wedding. Can I tell you Um, my thoughts before you? Please. I know everyone wants to hear Troy's thoughts, but the, I don't know. There was something so off about it, about it being in her home still and the celebrities that showed up. Mm -hmm. It's all very, just like, I don't know. It's almost like Black Mirror or something. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like Strange World. (laughs) Yeah. It just, it. It all feels so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I've gone back and forth with my thoughts like every day since it happened, Pre- pretty much every minute. Um, <laughs> I was like really excited. And then I was like nervous and freaked out that it was like some weird, sh- like it was like some shenanigans happening that I couldn't trust. And then when I saw how happy she was, I was like back to excited. And I get why they did it at her house because her previous wedding was leaked and um, the lo- the venue was leaked. So they had like helicopters and, you know, hundreds of people chasing their limo and stuff. So I get why they were like, let's just do it in the house. And it was like the only way they could keep it a real secret, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, parts of it, like I didn't like that her kids weren't there and I still don't understand that. And it, it makes me kind of sad there are parts of it that do, have, I, if I'm being honest, I don't want to be a curmudgeon. I don't want to be a conspiracy theory Britney person. And I don't want to be negative about something so happy, but like, I'm never going to fuck with Sam. Mm-hmm. And I plant my feet with that. And yeah, the day was gorgeous and she looked really happy, but it was also a little weird. Yeah. It almost felt like child pageant feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, it was it was giving uh, Little Miss Mississippi a little bit. Sure, Jason Alexander, your favorite person, showed up. How the Jason fuck Alexander. did he get into Britney's home? And like the crazy thing was he was on live, so he had you know all of the the really extremists. Because now Britney herself is like her own government conspiracy. Like you can yeah. be an extremist, you can be a light. I mean, it's nuts. And the really extremist Britney people. We're like, go save our girl, go get her, like rooting him on. I was like, what the fuck? It's so confusing to me that there are some people who genuinely believe he's a good guy. I know. Jason Alexander, not the one from Seinfeld. Jason Alexander, who married Britney, is not a good person. Not a good guy. And I've had people message me because I... I guess like maybe it could be a little conflicting with like my previous thoughts on him. I had said in an old episode, an old Britney episode that I thought um, when she married him, it was just like something that she was doing for herself. And, you know, they made her say like, it was like a silly drunk thing, but I actually kind of thought she did it like genuinely for herself. Mm -hmm. And it was like a real, I think that she would have been married to him for a little while, maybe not long, but a little while. Now that doesn't mean I like him. But I do think that that was like a genuine thing. It's crazy. Well, if you say it, I believe it, Troy. (laughs) What else has been going on? Um, Our girl, Jennifer Hudson, 
finally got her EGOT. And all I could think about during our um, Beyonce episode, you were like, Jennifer Hudson can get an EGOT whenever she wants. She just hasn't yet. Like she just has chosen <laughs> to wait. It's true. She was like, uh, I'll do it this summer. <laughs> <laughs> summer plans. Oh, becoming the 17th, per- 17th person with an EGOT. Yeah. And Good I guess she's the youngest her. too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that is, you would have to kind of live like a life to be able to achieve all that. That is pretty crazy. And she's only the second black woman to do it. The other um, woman is Whoopi. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Good for Jennifer. I'm so happy for her. For sure. She deserves it. If you guys didn't know before our Chicago show, um, we had all the Kanye West blinds pulled and I was like, Troy, what if we did Jennifer Hudson instead? (laughs) I was like, I want you to picture us walking out on stage and being like, you guys, guess what? It's Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I still think we need a Jennifer Hudson episode. Oh, for well, that well, that's absolutely. <laughs> now I don't like it when we're right, but Justin Bieber, give that boy a rest, honestly. And and I think it's so crazy. So right now he's dealing with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. If you guys aren't familiar, he's half of his face is paralyzed. This is like two months after Haley had that blood clot in her brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That fucking story that he posted with his eyes, I was just like, this is so alarming. Like, he needs to just go somewhere. I mean, I know people say that about celebrities all the time, but he needs to get out of LA. Get out of LA. And we've always said touring isn't good for him. No, not at all. I think that he, tell me what you think about this. I feel like he should take some time off. And, like, if he did decide to come back to do music, like, he can't release music the way he always has. Like, he's got to switch up his vibe, you know? Like, I don't think Justin's capable, like, of a traditional album cycle anymore with, like, no. a tour and all that stuff. I just don't. Definitely not. And he doesn't seem to like doing interviews. And I don't blame him, right? Like, totally. he's been super famous since he was 13. And he's been treated like shit. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree with you. I think Justin Bieber should become a producer. Oh yeah. Who does like he features. Would be a great producer. Yeah. Cause he's so ta- musically talented. He could play any instrument and it's like self-taught. I'm not trying to take anything away from his talent. I just don't think, like you said, the album cycle works anymore for him. Yeah. He needs to like figure out what it is exactly he wants to do. And not just releasing songs so that they can go viral on TikTok. Yeah, that I'm a Pisces song. Like, what? I'm just worried because they both had like brain issues, issues with their nerve system and stuff. Do they live in like Britney Murphy's old house or something? But yeah, I we wish Justin the best and we hope Justin never tours again because it's clearly just not good for him. Yeah, let him let that boy be. My God. But do you think there's a part of, and I, I can only imagine again, because he's been famous since he's 13, that needs to have that spotlight? I bet he's like, yeah, he's got that child star thing where he's addicted to that rush of, because I would imagine if you've, like for years, if you've known, if all you've known is like walking out on stage and having like 60,000 people like cry and stuff for you, like you can't just like not have that. 
for you, you know like you you would need it you would need that dopamine that hit of like whatever to like the attention you know and I guess that makes sense why so many artists and actors are addicts because mm-hmm. they're always chasing that high um did you watch the Liam Payne interview with Logan Paul yet I watched clips what did you think um so I told you before that I've never been like a Liam person Mm -hmm. like I've never really like followed him or anything like I never really watched like Liam interviews and stuff so it was really alarming to see him like that because I don't know him to be that way you know what I mean so I was like whoa like this it just felt like a brick hitting me in the face I was like what the hell is going on Well, I agree with you because obviously I'm way wrong, but I always thought he was more like the JC of the band. Right. But I don't know who he would be. Yeah. 1D heads, like, what's the deal with him? (laughs) What is going on? Like, help help me understand as somebody who only cared about two people in that band ever. (laughs) I did see that Zane responded to Liam. I guess um, when Zane left the band, Liam would always sing the high note of you and I. And that you saw Zane post that on his Instagram. <laughs> How did that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever Zane decides to peek his head out of his little hole and go drama, <laughs> you know, I'm always like, okay. Um, yeah. The girls are fighting. I don't know. How did it make you feel? I didn't even know the backstory of it. I was like, why is Zane singing about one direction or singing a one direction song? And then everyone in the comments kind of made it clear. I was like, oh, it was a big fuck you to Liam Payne. Yeah. I, w- I just want the 1D documentary. I'm ready. I'm ready for like the like the two hour Netflix series, like expose on all the things. I know we won't get it for like 40 years, but I'm ready. Ryan Murphy's going to make it, make a version of it. He will. <laughs> he will. <laughs> All right, now I know everybody wants to know your opinions of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have nothing to add, so. Um, well, it's this season. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is so weird because they do this thing every year where they didn't used to do this. They do it now. It's like a weird thing where they will take a random topic And the girls just like decide that's the topic for the season. Mm -hmm. And then they are like dogs with a bone and they talk about it nonstop for four months every single time they get the opportunity. And this season is a little different because Dorit's break-in was like unexpected. So they're talking about that a lot, of course. Um, But now there's this storyline going on where Crystal, this one housewife, um, alleges that another housewife said something that could be racist or problematic and she keeps alluding to it but she won't say what it is and obviously on housewives when you do that the girls are like say it you have to say what it is you can't just have us all sitting and wondering what it is say it because they want it to be the thing you know and it's really annoying that she won't that she won't say it like I don't understand it's like absolutely driving me fucking insane Beverly Hills always drives me insane. Is that your least favorite or is it one of your favorite? Oh God, it's definitely <laughs> not my favorite by any stretch. It used to be back in the day, but it's just, there's like nothing of, sub, of, sub, of substance that really happens on it. 
um it's just so fucking boring diana's on that diana jenkins right Mm -hmm. how do you feel about her so far um (laughs) diana's fine she's very interesting like she's much more eccentric than i ever thought she would be Mm -hmm. she talks like jaja gabor and she's like fuck you rich she she's like very in your face about it like she wears 20 gold rings and a ton of gold jewelry and like the way I mean she's rich in a way that I've never even seen a wealthy person on this show where she's like yeah Fendi designed my home like just oh my god yeah like crazy shit uh she's like getting into it now like she's becoming much more ingrained in the group now and I think she's gonna start fighting with people soon um (laughs) but she's fine Diana's fine And if you guys need some background on Diana, make sure to listen to our first public episode. It's not on Patreon. It's public only because we didn't know what we were doing then. Still kind of don't, but we try. (laughs) Um, I want everyone to listen to Chris Evans in his next interview or in his past few interviews. Just on my own, like he has a fake Boston accent right now. In every interview he's doing, he's making it stronger and stronger and stronger why I don't know I think it's because people love the Boston accent which is not something I knew because <laughs> like um but like in other parts of the country and girls go insane for his Boston accent that's really silly <laughs> I know and like I said his past few interviews he's been um it was something about his beard and the way he said the words I was like you sound like you're trying to sound like a Kennedy sir it's giving very car Maria. <laughs> but she's like, oh, he's had this accent. What are you talking about? And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing will haunt me as bad as Blake Lively's accent in the town. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some Somalian chicks were talking shit to shame. What was it supposed to do? <laughs> Everyone listening is like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Boston accents. (laughs) Now, the last thing on the pop culture agenda, Kim Kardashian ruined Marilyn Monroe's dress. Shocker. Mm -hmm. As expected. It's it's so insane to see like everybody's different takes on this because I know there are some people who are really like, that was a moment in history, like should never have been touched. And Mm -hmm. we've used Marilyn Monroe for so long that Mm -hmm. like she's still being used to this day even though she's not even here and then there are other people like when has anyone ever gave a fuck about a dress right where do you stand on it um I think that it is horrendous like I think that somebody should have said babe like I get it but there are limits to your trolling or whatever like this is too far it's just too far like it's not even at a certain point it's not even really a dress anymore you know what I mean it's like it's a just a a piece of American history like it's not even a dress Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine like I I can't even wrap my head around somebody thinking well I want to put that on my body right what I mean Mm -hmm. it'd be like if I walked past Abe Lincoln's coat I wouldn't be like "Ooh, what a cute coat for like I wouldn't even see it as a coat it's Abe you know what I mean it's an artifact Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess I feel the same. I mean, I, I feel more for like Marilyn just being used forever. 
that's more where I stand. Like, I don't really care about the dress, mm-hmm. but it's more just like Marilyn consistently being used forever and ever and ever. And it doesn't matter that she's been gone for so long or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to stop ever. Yeah. Who else did I, who else did we say that for Sharon Tate? I feel like she gets mm-hmm. brought into a lot of like celebrities, weird fascinations too. Yeah. I agree with that. Just any celebrity that, that they've even contemplated having a hologram for, I'm like, just don't. <laughs> I see where you're coming from, where it's an artifact and should be treated as such. And another thing people are saying, it's like, what if a male wore an Elvis suit? People would probably think the same thing. Maybe? Totally. I don't know. I think that if, like, I don't know, I can't think of like a, the reality star equivalent, but if a reality star went on a red carpet and wore Elvis's original suit and damaged it. Yeah. Yeah. I think people would be upset about it. Yeah. That's very true. Mm -hmm. We have some good takes and unfortunately agree on most things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. True. That's something about (laughs) this podcast. We don't have many opposing. (laughs) That is very true. I'll just start being contrarian for the hell of it. No, don't. (laughs) I'm not strong enough. (laughs) <laughs> is there anything else in pop culture you want to cover anything any music you're listening to um not that i can think of no i'd say the only other thing is i watched stranger things and it was really good stranger things is always good but millie yeah. bobby brown is a good fucking actress so good so good she's incredible Watch kids her. are all so good yeah, watching her as 11, I just want to constantly hug her. Yeah. Or let Jennifer Aniston hug her, because remember, I think Jennifer Aniston gives good hugs. <laughs> yeah. Now, before we get into One Tree Hill, guys, I want to remind you, we have live shows in Nashville, Denver, Minneapolis, low tickets over there, D.C. and Philly, and we hope to see you guys there. Um, Troy, what are your One Tree Hill thoughts? Um, One Tree Hill uh, was a show that all my friends watched, and I didn't. And <laughs> like when I was, even when I was younger, I, I like needed, like, I needed a little grit on my shows. Like I, I was like an HBO girl always. Like I needed to hear the word fuck and I needed to see explicit sex scenes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I needed my violence to have blood. Like I just, I was never into um, like teen shows really, except for like Degrassi. That's so funny that Degrassi was like your one show. <laughs> my one tree love <laughs> <laughs> well as you guys know i love one tree hill everything about it um i wrote one of i we had to do two senior theses like two separate ones for the semester in college my first one was on relationships in one tree hill and my second one was on um socioeconomic roles in gossip girl oh my god that's so you <laughs> everything from here on out is alleged by the way because there is a lot of um like boardroom reddit stuff that I found okay so the main cast is Chad Michael Murray Sophia Bush Hillary Burton James Lafferty and Bethany Joy Lenz what do those names mean to you Troy not much tbh uh <laughs> Chad Michael Murray I never understood his appeal neither did um, I I told uh Hillary Burton I think is really fun and gorgeous and talented yeah that's that's pretty much all I got that's fine I always felt like Chad Michael Murray was just a blonde Shane West. Yeah. Like, he's just one of those guys where the industry is like, 
hey, he's hot, okay? And all these young girls are like, okay. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Whatever. So we have other cast members um, in no order at all. Chantel Van Santen, Antoine Tanner, Stephen Coletti, Paul Johansson, Daniil Ackles, Lee Norris, Mo- Moira Kelly, Tyler Hilton, um, Brian Greenberg, Austin Nichols, and Jana Kramer. And just so you guys know, Jana Kramer will get her own kind of episode. So that's why there are no blinds on her. Do you know anything about her, Troy? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode. <laughs> so, so the show aired from 2003 to 2012, and it was one of the only shows to go from the WB to the CW. I think the mm. only other ones, I could be wrong with this, but were was Gilmore Girls and Seventh Heaven. Yes, and top model, but that doesn't count. Okay. Doesn't count, though. Now, if there's one thing I could find out, it would be everything that happened on this set. Because these are all the relationships that we know of. Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray, of course, got divorced. Sophia Bush and Austin Nichols. Sophia Bush and James Lafferty. Paul Johansson and Catherine Bayless, who played Erica Marsh. It was rumored that Bevan Prince and Tyler Hilton dated. James Lafferty and Chantel Van Santen dated. Um, Chad Michael Murray, of course, dated extra Kenzie Dalton. Stephen Coletti dated Chelsea Kane. And then Allison Munn, who played Miss Lauren, is married to Scott Holyroke, who played David Fletcher. So there are a lot of, there's a lot happening on this side. Yeah, it's a lot of like ancestral crossbreeding. <laughs> Yeah. And one thing I think of a lot, maybe not with every CW show, like Gossip Girl was its own monster. I kind of can't compare that to like One Tree Hill, honestly. And even like the OC, all those cast members were like famous, but One Tree Hill, it was mostly like Hillary, Sophia and Chad, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're all filming these small towns. Is that like I mean, I guess it's, like, cheap to do that. It makes sense. It's, like, really inexpensive, and they can, like, keep going back over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, and it just keeps the set the same. Mm-hmm. Like, in on Main Street in Wilmington, they had, like, Karen's Cafe just painted at all times. But I always want to know, like, what happened. I mean, even Vampire Diaries filmed outside of Atlanta in a smaller town. Right. The debauchery the debauchery the and like nobody around nobody around to tell what was going on except for the other people that live there and pretty much before social media I mean we Mm -hmm. had MySpace but wow they probably used to get fucked up and just like roam around I would oh we have stories Troy oh my goodness some people slid into some DMs thank you guys and again everything's alleged but before we get into everything cast member wise, we need to talk about how horrific and toxic the set of One Tree Hill was. Um, so the creator, his name's Mark Schwann. He's a monster. I don't know if I need to say alleged or not with him, but he is. He made the set really hard to work on for women on the show. And I always kind of side eye. I want your opinion on this, even though you kind of don't know what we're about to get into. But the creator, Mark Schwann, was like, really close with James Lafferty, really close with Lee Norris and a few of the other men on the show were like best friends with him and would hang out with them outside, go to events, things like that. But I also know that all the men stood by the women when they eventually came out with the letter 
about Mark Schwann. So I'm like, maybe it was really hidden, but then if you read other things, it seems like it was very out in the open how inappropriate he was. Mm-hmm. And again, it's always just like a little side eye to, to the cast that was close to him. I feel like it's impossible to not know that stuff. Yeah. Like, I think coming up, coming out with like a letter is like, like a, a very appropriate way to like cover your ass. Yeah. But like, I don't think you can work on a show where it's so bad that the women band together and write a public thing like that. And the men just don't know. There's no way. Yeah, I agree with you. And we're about to talk about a lot of like sexual harassment and touching inappropriate conduct. So just a heads up with that for all of our listeners. But one thing Sophia Bush has said multiple times is that, you know, when there's a movie, everybody takes Polaroids in your wardrobe to kind of see what fits. And he had a whole poster board in his office with all the girls' wardrobes from lingerie to like their power suits that they'd wear. And he kept it up in his office at all times. Eek. So that's what we're dealing or what they were dealing with. So how did it become more public about Mark Schwann? Now the discussion boards have been like buzzing for years that Mark was obsessed with Hillary. Years being like, when I was still on those message boards because she left after season six and wouldn't come back because of him Mm -hmm. and the message boards all like talked about that. Okay. But during the me too movement, Hillary Burton tweeted quote, me too period. It leaves a mark. And a friend of the podcast, Allie Evans actually responded saying quote, it leaves a mark. What is she trying to tell us to which Hillary responded? I chose my words very carefully. So that is what got the ball rolling on Mark Schwann. But I want to add really quick that Allie and Hillary ended up working together to raise money for rain with two ends, which helps those who have been affected by rape, abuse, or incest. And I just want to give that a shout out. Like, you know, they did a really good thing as well. Not only like exposing a monster, but helping other. Right. You guys, I promise there are blind items, but it's only Chad Michael Murray and Sophia Bush that have blind items. So (laughs) (laughs) now these are things that we found out and I highly recommend that you read the Variety article about this. These are all fat. These are all quotes taken from it, but there are like so many more. I just didn't want to read like a whole article uh, during this episode. So like most CW shows, Mark would write real life things that were happening to actors and actresses on the show. Um, like Brooke and Lucas breaking up and having Lucas cheat on Brooke again because Chad Michael Murray cheated on Sophia Bush. Have they like talked about that after like that their lives were in the show or is it just like? Sophia has. Okay. And then I want to say like Nina Dobrev maybe talked about that with Vampire Diaries and I think Blake Lively talked about that with Gossip Girl. So it's like a CW thing. It's very like manipulative. It's like a very manipulative manipulative way to like I don't know control the person's like narrative, like public narrative. And if you look at the Riverdale cast, I mean, it's still clearly happening. Yeah. And the way I think of the CW is probably not the same way everybody else does because I watched it growing up. But most people who end up on that station are kind of nobodies mm-hmm. until they're on a show that people really fucking love. Hmm. And it just has like a, I don't know how to, there's a, an energy about that network that feels like 
gross. Yeah. Like gross things happen to the people that work there. It's almost like Disney, but for like 17 to 24 year olds. Exactly. Like it just feels kind of like, what the hell's going on behind the scenes? Almost every single former CW person who has like a, a podcast or does interviews don't seem to speak very highly of the station or network. Yeah. You never hear them saying good things about their experience, which is, it's always like some traumatic, you know, I've fought through it to get to the other side kind of thing. Well, speaking of that, um, so Sophia, Hillary, and Joy all have a podcast now uh, called Drama Queens, and they talked about how they were all kind of put against one another and how Mark would say things like, well, Hillary and Joy got dinner and didn't invite you, Sophia. And he would also say he had like relationships with certain women on the show. He would tell like Hillary Burton that he made out with Danielle Harris. And then he'd tell Danielle Harris that he made out with Hillary. And what you'll notice is those two are like the ones he's very obsessed with. Oh, that's giving like Hugh Hefner vibes too. He, he also um, would say he had a girlfriend on the short lived show Hellcats. And he would allegedly walk around set showing a nude photo of this actress to everyone on the One Tree Hill set that it was his new girlfriend. By the way, he's a married man too, just to add that. Eek, eek. And they never said who the actress was on Hellcats. I don't want to speculate, but you can Google who's on the cast and, you know, make your own assumption. Right. So Sophia has also explained that Mark kept all their wardrobe photos on his wall, which I talked about earlier. And Mark was allegedly obsessed with Hillary and Daniil. So that's Rachel and Peyton. And then Hillary claimed that Schwann forced himself on her twice, first kissing her on the mouth without warning and against her will. And she said that Mark also touched her inappropriately while in the presence of his wife. He'd always have his hand on the small of her back or he'd like kiss on her neck. And this all started around season three when he became like really obsessed with Hillary. And one thing that I wish they could still do is, you know how commentary was on DVDs? Mm-hmm. Oof, love it. So there is a school shooting episode of One Tree Hill. I think it's one of the best show episodes of any show ever. And during the commentary, it's Lee Norris, Mark Schwann, and I don't remember the third person, maybe Joe DeVello, who's like a producer. And they're talking. And at the very end, Lee Norris, who plays Mouth, has his head like on Rachel's chest, crying into it. And she's holding him. I will never forget Mark saying, Lee, aren't you really happy how I wrote that scene? So since then, I've been like, this dude's fucking weird. And like, I know that like we've talked about this before, but you have to like assume, at least I always assume in my head, like whatever a celebrity feels comfortable talking about as far as something like that, like, you know that it's a million times worse than what they're able to say. Oh, God. I know. I wish I could find it. If anyone has a season three DVD box set of One Tree Hill, listen to the commentary on episode 16 of season three. And then some more interesting facts. So former writer on the show, Michelle Fertney Goodman, recalled to Variety an incident in which Schwann, in front of the show's writing staff, forced her head down between her knees, balanced a soda can on her and joked about her performing oral. So a little backstory of that is he was behind her in a writing, you know, just a meeting and started like rubbing her shoulders and then put his hand on the back of her head 
and said her head was so flat that she could give a blowjob and he could rest his drink on the back of her head. Oh my God. Eek. Burton also said that she received multiple late night phone calls from Schwann during production of the season, three in which Schwann, who was married, uh, where he tearfully declared his love for Daniil, uh, with whom he claimed to be having a physical relationship with. And then Daniil told Variety that she never had a relationship with him. Um, Schwann would constantly invite Hillary out to swingers clubs. He would be like, meet me at 8 p.m. at whatever restaurant in Wilmington. And he used to call it the Makeout Club. What the fuck? During Miami event, uh, Akel said that during the trip, Schwan, after calling her phone more than 10 times, came to her hotel room in the evening and began knocking on the door for several minutes, asking to be let in. Uh, she also left the show, season five. And on her last day in Wilmington, uh, she said that Schwan appeared outside her apartment in the early morning. Quote, Mark Schwann is standing outside my apartment, would not leave, wants to say goodbye, wants one last hug, would not get in his car. I cannot go outside and get in my car because he wouldn't leave. Schwann left, she said, after she told him through an intercom that she would call the police if he didn't. And uh, there's also a lot more info about how he terrorized writers' rooms and all of that as well. Uh, so again, the Variety, uh, I want to read this fucking Variety article now, Jesus, about One Tree Hill my god isn't that and again it's like that's their boss and that's just the stuff that they feel comfortable saying you i mean you you know it's gotta be horrendously bad you know i think there was another incident with daniel um so she's married to jensen ackles Mm, okay and there was an incident where he would not stop knocking on her door her hotel room again And she ended up calling Jensen and Jensen showed up and stayed with her for like two weeks so she could feel safe. And um, one crazy thing he did is to like mess with Daniil. He wrote her character back on the show. So she came back on the show and then he ruined her character. So she had like a slightly good arc. She was always the bad girl. And then she came back. And she said the only reason she came back is because Paul Johansson was going to be like her, her scene mate, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Paul wouldn't allow that around him. But one night, like, Schwann was at her door just knocking and knocking and knocking. And she had to call her. I don't know if they were married at the time. But Jensen ended oh. up going for, like, two weeks. And just, like, the thought of, like, allowing, like, a person like that having so much power. Right. And... And again, it's these actors, I mean, granted in later seasons, that's, he's still your boss either way. I'm not trying to say whatever. Um, But these actors are like 22. Sophia Bush had never had an acting job before. Right. You're going to put your trust in someone who you think is trying to help you. Right. And like, not, you know, it's like, what are you going to like yell at them? Or like, you're 22 years old and you're, you've never acted, you know? It's almost one of those who's going to listen. Exactly. Which is disgusting. I wish we didn't think that way, but unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that happens a lot. So now we have some Sophia and Chad T. Um, So, of course, they were married but divorced after just like six months. And on the um, boards, on the message boards for years, it says that he was bragging to a friend about how he slept with Paris Hilton, but they were on a landline. And Sophia Bush was on the other landline. 
in the house listening and heard everything. I don't know how true that is. I like to believe that's true. I would love to believe that's true. That's very fun. (laughs) It's such an early 2000s line too. Yeah. Like him in general. And like that weird little time that he was like with Paris and she was like so proud of being with him too. I feel like that made her feel like she was very like, I'm with somebody very famous. I actually completely agree with you. <laughs> um, so once they broke up in real life, Sophia could still film with him, but she couldn't stand to be in the same room as him. And that's apparently why Brooke and Lucas ended up breaking up. She's basically like, get me out of this or else I'm quitting. So uh-huh. um, Chad also outed that Sophia was dating <laughs> James Lafferty. They were trying to keep it super quiet. And of course they always get asked about each other, like even to this day. And Chad said something like, you know, I'm with Kenzie. I'm happy. She's with James now. So I guess they're happy. Oh my God. Um, and Sophia recently said maybe like within the last year, she felt pressured to marry Chad because she was one of the only people who could get him to work on time. She was like, you know, when you keep being told that you're one of the only people keeping this one person in line or, you know, he does right, so right. good when he's with you. She felt manipulated and Chad's wife made some meme about how she was also forced to marry Chad. So this feud is never ending. <laughs> I hate when people say shit like that. Like, oh, you should stay with him because he's so, he's such a better person with you. It's like, ugh. And I, I can picture Mark Schwann saying that to Sophia Bush. Totally. Um, but yeah, so Chad's wife ended up like getting in a fight with Sophia Bush on Instagram or social media. And now Sophia says she's not allowed to talk about Chad. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, even on like the, the Drama Queens podcast, I feel like you might hear her be like, yeah, Lucas did great in that scene. That's so funny. She should write a book. I, I agree. And then just really quick for James and Sophia, these are just like random couple DMs we got. So reportedly they had a lot of drama. A few people DM me saying they were always spot- spotted yelling at each other, then immediately making out at different bars around Wilmington, which I don't know why I find that so lovely. And that's probably a lot of my issue. Yeah, that's like sexy to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got another DM saying she can remember Sophia being at the same restaurant as her, openly talking about how childish and annoying James was. Oh my God. And then I think this is my favorite one. Um, Somebody told me they actually broke up by getting in a screaming fight on the streets of Wilmington. Oh my God. Do I know if that's true? No. Do I believe it? Yes. It's funny to imagine being a teen, like a young teenager living there. And I like know. you watch the show and you look outside and it's happening outside your house. <laughs> and you don't even have like a nice phone to like send to TMZ. It's, right. It's like yeah. a pixelated chocolate slide video. <laughs> oh my god they were probably living the dream that's the thing like that cast probably got away with so much more than we'll ever know for for sure like our rumors go to their graves there are rumors that during fan events um mr coletti has disappeared with a fan into a bathroom at bars it's just a rumor that's shocking shock absolutely shocking one of my favorite stories there was a baby on the show, like baby Jenny. Now she's like 18 or 19 or she's at college in Wilmington. And someone was on TikTok and posted that Stephen Coletti and James Lafferty were like partying with them in their dorms. And I was like, they're in their thirties. <laughs> like, 
in your 30s, you should be uncomfortable even twisting the knob to go into a dorm building. Honestly, like, you should be uncomfortable. I'm like, you knew this girl when she was a newborn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. And then these are some Chad ones that we also got in the DMs. A lot of people said that uh, they met Chad Michael Murray at the mall when they were teenagers living in Wilmington, and he would openly hit on them when he was in his 20s and didn't seem to care what age the girls were. Eek. And another uh, Chad DM... He infamously dated and eventually became engaged to a uh, teenager, Kenzie Dalton, where she was a, when she was a senior in high school. And from what this person said, Chad used to show up at the high school sometimes and try to fight high schoolers that he thought were trying to hook up with his gal. Um, also, allegedly at her graduation party, uh, he was wasted walking around with a bottle of booze in his back pocket, uh, trying to fight people. Like, if that's not your rock bottom, being at your girlfriend's graduation party with, like, a bottle of hooch, (laughs) being mean. And then just a quick fun fact, Chad wasn't allowed to attend prom because he was 24 years old at the time and no one over the age of 21 was allowed. So what did he do? He decided to buy Kenzie a car and throw her an after prom party at his house. Like, you could just do whatever you wanted in the early... T- you literally could just do anything back in the day. So the first blind item that we have is from 2004. This man of stunning perfection, who's on a hit series, is engaged to another actress in the biz, but that hasn't stopped him from playing Casanova while out on the town. Sources close to the show tell me the Wanderer has hooked up with more than a few others while engaged to his sweetie. It's unclear whether she knows, but friends close to the couple say, I feel horribly sorry for her, and I hope she wises up and calls off the wedding before it's too late. And that is Chad and Sophia. So now we're in 2005, and I found this from the Oh No They Didn't Live Journal account. Just a few weeks before his April 16th wedding, the New York Post reported that Chad was seen, quote, smooching an identifiable blonde at New York City hotspot Bungalow 8. Although no one knows the real answer, a couple of weeks later, Industry observers on the website gawker.com asked whether or not Chad was the subject of a New York Post blind item about a newly married actor with a lovely actress wife who got down and dirty with a hard partying starlet whom many know intimately. And that is when Chad was caught cheating with Paris. Um, Two different stories, I guess. So um, he was spotted making out with a random and then allegedly cheated with Paris. And then the following, still from Oh No, They Didn't. And on May 2nd, sources say the hunky actor fraternized with fully nude dancers at a Toronto strip club while in town to promote House of Wax, in which Paris also stars. Quote, he sat down in my booth and I gave him a private dance for three songs. Let's just say his wife's a lucky lady because Chad was rubbing her legs during the performance and was visibly aroused. (laughs) Oh, my God. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. Which newly married actor isn't so faithful? Before he walked down the aisle with his lovely actress wife, he walked into a bedroom and got nasty with a hard-partying Hollywood starlet with whom many know intimately. And that, of course, is Paris and Chad. Yeah, I mean, just watching them together, like... Right. If anyone on that set's gonna fuck Paris Hilton, it's gonna be Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're in 2006. This teen drama actor slash heartthrob from a new network is learning the hard way that a woman scorned is dangerous. He used his celebrity to have his way with a young woman who was a huge fan. Now he is literally running for his life because he broke all the promises he made to her when he was taking her virginity. Her four older brothers are not happy. And now we are in 2007. Speaking of CADs, this young B-list television actor has been having his way with his much younger co-star. She is so enamored of him, his fame, and his and the attention that she thinks nothing of his request to bring in another woman to their relationship. She would do anything to make him happy and hang on, and hang on to what she thinks is love. Our actor enjoys watching and filming her with whoever he can find. When he has trouble finding someone, he sends her out to bars and clubs to find someone to bring home. Our actor has enough films of his young co-star in bed with other women and men to make to put Paris Hilton to shame. And that's Kenzie. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess there's just like an assumption that every single famous person has some sort of like sexual recording that people either know about or don't know about that's holding them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's also really fucked up to think about. She's only like 17. Yeah. And Fuck. she has to go through life knowing that he is in possession of all these oh, yeah. tapes. Like, you know, oh, that's wild. Blackmail stuff. Yeah. So now we are in 2008, which still young but past his prime TV star has been trying to ditch his actress fiance. And of course, that's Chad with Kenzie. And they officially broke up in 2013. They were engaged for seven years. We're now in 2008. You always hear about actors and actresses being stalked, but rarely is it the other way around. With all the Paula Abdul mess going on, it reminds me of something that happened three or four years ago. It involved what is now probably a C-list actor, but at the time he was the shit. He wasn't A-list, but there was hardly any girl or woman from the age of 12 to 25 who didn't know who he was. 
Every week he was right there staring at them from their television set. And every day he was sitting on the front porch of this girl he met in town where they filmed the show. He met her when she was an extra on the show. And from that day forward, he was just always around her. She liked the attention at first. He was the star of the show after all. But at some point, it just became creepy and he would not stop following her or calling her. Her parents finally called the cops and a producer was dispatched from LA to handle the mess. Our actor never got arrested and in return for keeping quiet, the girl got a free year of tuition for college and a brand new car. So I guess that's someone other than Kenzie. Um, is he, is this like public, is it like publicly known that he's a creep or? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is to me. So mm-hmm. just because I follow it so closely, but I don't know if like someone who wasn't a psychopath <laughs> following the show so closely, if they don't, if they know. Interesting. I mean, what are your Chad thoughts? We didn't even really talk about that, I guess. Or I guess we did a little, but. I didn't know any, like, I only know him as like, you know, tabloidy kind of star, dated Paris. Like, I know all of his like kind of Wikipedia tabs, I guess you could say, but I didn't know this stuff. Like I, I knew from you telling me just like kind of in small talk that you was yeah. like a creep, but I didn't know this. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is common knowledge and I'm just, I've just been in the dark, but I, I'd never heard any of this stuff before. And I know I give Chad Michael Murray a really hard time all the time because I'm a Sophia Bush girl, but I do hope that he has grown up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he now he's married with two kids. So hopefully he's grown up. But I know he was like pretty terrible, especially to work with. I think Busy Phillips wrote about how horrible he was to her. Wow. Yeah. So we are now in 2013. This former B-list, mostly television actor who was really good looking and cheated on his wife every day while he was filming that show that used to be on that Almost Network apparently hasn't stopped cheating, even though he is dating a woman he had been cheating on his wife with. Great guy. His latest mistress, if you call her that, graduates from high school in May. Eek. Oh, that's so dark. And I think what happens is, you know, there are all these like nostalgia pages coming up that are run by like 20 year olds. And there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. I'm not trying Mm -hmm. to shade them, I promise. But they'll start posting about like how hot Chad Michael Murray is. And I'm like, you weren't there. You weren't there for the Sophia Bush of it all. Right. Yeah. This former A-list tweener is no stranger to cheating from her own perspective. She cheated back in the day with this, with the then almost A-list, mostly television actor from a very hit show who was engaged while our tweener was getting busy with him. His marriage didn't last long. And that is Hilary Duff, Chad, and Sophia Bush. There are not many actors worse than this guy, not in acting talent, but in the truly awful way he treats women. There are some days when I hear for the 20th time about what he had done to some woman. I sincerely hope the former A-list, mostly television actor got the gift that keeps on giving when he cheated on his wife with that former reality star everyone hated. Apparently, our actor is cheating on his new girlfriend. That is not shocking. What is shocking is that it took him a few months to actually get around to it. He would probably say they have an open relationship. His idea of an open relationship, though, is to make his girlfriend watch him have sex with another woman and dump them if they refuse. In the past, he's had sex with teens below the age of consent. He absolutely destroyed one girlfriend. I'm honestly shocked that she didn't end up on meds because of the way he treated her. She is amazing for being able to fight through what she did. His current girlfriend should jump ship, but she won't because he preys on people who won't leave. 
He is a truly horrible guy. So that's Chad Michael Murray. The show being um, One Tree Hill, his ex-wife, Sophia Bush, former reality star, Paris Hilton, his destroyed girlfriend being Kenzie Dalton, and his current girlfriend at the time was Nikki Whalen, his Left Behind co-star, which we will talk about in a little bit. Don't you worry. And we are now in 2015. The good news is this B-minus list, mostly movie actor with a name that sounds like a country singer, has not cheated on his wife. The last time he cheated on her was a few days after she told him she was pregnant. So he has gone cold turkey for a bit now. So something that happened in 2015 is, you know, Chad's kind of been on the outs. Like he's not really getting cast and stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden he has a post on his Instagram that he's married to Sarah Romer and she's pregnant. So the thing is him, Sarah and Nikki starred in the same movie together he was with nikki when the movie started by the end of the movie or just after it wrapped him and sarah were married and she was pregnant oh so he pulled an old an old brad and angie another love on set mm-hmm. <laughs> that's wild the following blind This A-list mostly movie actor is the star of what seems like the hottest show on network television. Never known for being faithful, the former teen actor did cheat on his wife and his current significant other, so she shouldn't be shocked he's cheating on her with an actress on set who has her part expanded the more she continues her relationship with the actor. And that is Chad Michael Murray on Agent Carter. And we're now in 2016. This actor who has been acting forever but still looks really young had his show canceled. He might have his marriage canceled if his wife finds out about the fling he had on the set of a just-completed movie. Not with the lead actress, the one billed beneath her. And that is Agent Carter getting canceled and uh, either Francesca Eastwood or Madison Beatty. Now, 2017, Chad was filming in Memphis for the show Sun Records, which... Didn't last super long, but, you know, a few episodes. And there were a lot of people who said on, like, Reddit that he was spotted at bars with other women and just, like, hooking up with a bunch of other women, not his wife. And again, this is all alleged. Please remember that. This is just Reddit. We don't know if it's true or false. Another example of somebody being a terrible person being born with, like, great looks. It's like It's kind of giving me, like, Wilmer Valderrama yes i'm sure they've clinked glasses a couple times i wouldn't be surprised (laughs) so we're now in 2018 this former thankfully briefly a plus list mostly television actor who doesn't seem to act at all that much any longer but still retains high name recognition has been cheating on his wife again it shouldn't be a shocker considering that is why actress and wife number one divorced him in the first place and of course that's Chad allegedly cheating on Sarah and the first wife being Sophia Bush. Before you start taking shots at a former A-list television actress turned A-list mostly movie actress, maybe you should take a look at the male version of Alicia Silverstone when it comes to television programs and his continued serial cheating. Kind of seems relevant to the situation. And that's Chad and Sophia. Yeah, and I'm not sure if that's when Sophia was kind of like, yeah, I was forced to marry Chad Michael Murray. Right. Oh my God. So this is the final Chad blind. This former, and this in 2019, 
This former A minus list, mostly television actor, has three names and is married. He's known as a serial cheater and was hitting on women this week at an event. He told them he had a part they would be perfect for. And that was at a private screening of Max Winslow in the House of Secrets. Who did we do an episode on where you were like, if Blank tells me they have a role for me, I need to look up their IMDb. Do you remember you said that? I don't remember who it was about. (laughs) I don't remember, but I do remember saying it about somebody. (laughs) I'm just like. Oh, I I think it was Ryan Phillippe. It was Ryan Phillippe. Oh, yes, yes. Same vibe. Same vibe. Eek. Eek. I'm just a little in shock by how common knowledge it is that he's like dates underage girls and stuff and is like gross. But I never, I mean, it could also be that he's not famous enough to hear it be talked about or something. Like maybe that's why I haven't heard about it, but like I didn't know any of that. Like I said, I think I only knew because I was so deep in those discussion boards. Is he like a like? Does he act still? Like, what does he do? He does movies like Randall, Emmett, okay. those kind of movies. Yeah. Um, and he was just on like Riverdale for, and when I say just on, it could have been three years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. Mm-hmm. But he was on like Riverdale. He he's always in Lifetime Christmas movies. Yeah, that's the vibe he gives. But I think out of all of them. Like, Sophia Bush is in the most stuff. Yeah. You definitely hear her name the most. And then Hillary doesn't really do anything anymore either, right? She has, like, a true crime thing she's doing. Um, She also had a book that came out. And she was on The Walking Dead for a little bit. Oh. She's married to Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I didn't know that she was on The Walking Dead. That must have been after I stopped watching it. Interesting. I mean, honestly... I could be wrong. I don't watch the show, but she's posted about being on it. So I'm guessing she's on it. I always really liked her. I just always thought she seemed very genuine. Yeah. I think on our high episode, she's the celebrity. I was like, I would hang out with her. Oh yeah. She was your choice. Yes. Yeah. She just seems like a sweet person. She seems very grounded and down to earth. Mm -hmm. Like I know she lives on a farm in upstate New York and owns a candy store with Paul Rudd. Oh, that's so silly. I know. And James Lafferty actually has a show. It's either on Hulu or Paramount Plus. I can't remember, but it's called Everybody's Doing Fine or Everyone's Doing Great. Mm -hmm. And it's him and Stephen Coletti, and they wrote it, directed, and starred in it. And it's really good. Oh, good for them. They got their little Goodwill hunting on. Good for them. (laughs) Very Ben and Matt of them. (laughs) Yeah. But it is like if you need just a random show to throw on in the background, it's a good one. So now we are with the other cast member who has blind items. I, to be fair, I did not look up Moira Kelly. I am sure she may have one somewhere. Um, but we started in 2012 with her because a lot of her blinds were with Chad. So I just didn't want to like double up. Okay. There are stories out there that Austin Nichols and Sophia Bush are splitting after six years together. Um, six years together as friends because they are surely not a couple. I think they both know One Tree Hill is mercifully ending after 23 years on air and that keeping the charade is much harder if you are not together 24-7 for many months of the year, so they probably announce a split. Maybe Austin and Hayden Christensen can swap partners. 
my thoughts about Sophia in Austin. So Austin obviously has a lot of rumors with Jake Gyllenhaal. We talk about him in the Toothy Tile episode. Um, but I almost feel like even if they were just best friends, like never really dating, he probably protected her on set. Yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. Oh, God. And like so shitty that you have to like in these situations where you like have to have somebody that will like bodyguard you from being assaulted on set like from your like yeah at your job that's why that's why I don't that's why it's really hard for me to accept that like James Lafferty would go on vacations with Mark Schwann like that's really hard for me to do but I again it's one of those things it's like well James started when he was 18 he didn't really have like a father figure and Mark probably you know it's yeah I go way back and forth with that uh, yeah, I get that. And I feel like the um, the fine print of a situation like that, there's probably so much. Yeah. You know, God only knows if any of these people wanted to even be close to him or felt like they had to or, you know, whatever. Who knows? That's a good point. And, and we will say, like, the men of One Tree Hill did stand by the women. There was not one yeah. of them that was like, that's not true or I'm not signing the, the letter or whatever it may be. So mm-hmm. I do want to put that out there. And we are now in 2014. This B-list television actress got dumped by this executive because he hooked up with this married A-list singer who usually keeps her affairs much quieter than she used to when she put everything in her songs. And, well, okay. So, (laughs) Sophia Bush, uh, the Google executive Dan Frydenberg, Mm -hmm. and Alanis Morissette. (laughs) What? She just can't stay away from her co-stars. No matter how many times this B-list, mostly television actress with A-list name recognition gets burned, she keeps repeating the same mistakes. She most recently cheated on her long-term boyfriend with her current co-star and follows him all over the country. He's just using her and eventually she'll realize that she's being burned again. So that's Sophia Bush. Her A-list, then they just throw A-list last name, Bush. Okay. Like, okay. Co-star, she has dated uh, Chad Michael Murray, One Tree Hill, James Lafferty, Austin Nichols, and John Foster on Stay Alive, from the movie Stay Alive. Her long-term boyfriend, Google manager, Dan Friedenberg. And then the current co-star is Jesse Lee Soffer from Chicago PD. I can see the reveal of this next point. I already hate it. This B-list mostly television actress in a long-running hit show that seemed to go on forever on an almost network has a network show now and is doing press. When she stopped by the set of one talk show, the married actor turned host who interviewed her kept commenting on her breast to the point where the actress borrowed a sweater to wear until the interview started. She's dealt with creepy before, but she said with this guy, she almost felt violated. And that's Sophia Bush and Mario Lopez. We've read another Mario one that was really similar, right? Yeah, that's his, like, his blind item vibe is that he's just, like, a super creep and cheats nonstop. Um, it's, like, super narcissist, everything. you We got to do a Mario episode. Let's do a Mario Lopez episode. You know, he probably thinks he's so, like, charming and suave. He's like, I'm still AC Slater. <laughs> yeah, and I used to read, too, that he's, like, one of those guys who, like, is probably straight, most likely straight, but will go to, like, gay bathhouses and stuff or, like, gay gyms and, like, be fully naked so that people can, like, admire his body because he... Oh. 
You know what I mean? Like, he's just such a narcissist. So you can totally tell. He just wants everyone to fuck him. Or yeah, want to fuck want him. To. Everybody exactly. wants to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this B-list, mostly television actress who films her show in a place other than LA, NYC, or Canada, and has always filmed her show in different cities, has an interesting love life going on right now. She told two different guys she was exclusive with them, but keeps having sex with the ex that she flew in from California. And um, the actress is Sophia Bush. And it says the ex is probably James Lafferty. And now we are in 2015. I'm not really sure just how clueless the boyfriend of this B-list, mostly television actress from a hit NBC show is, but it is pretty bad. She sees him when she's in town and then takes her ex with her when she goes back to location to film. What I don't get is why she does not split with her boyfriend. Why take the chance of being caught by him and the public? And that is Sophia Bush, the boyfriend being Jesse Lee Soffer, and the show being Chicago PD. The following blind. This B-plus list, mostly television actress from a hit network show was cheating on her boyfriend slash co-star. He found out and very publicly dumped her despite no one really knowing they were a couple. It was so bad that his friend got involved in a protest of her actions. It's not like he didn't know when they first hooked up she was cheating on her then-boyfriend with him. I guess it was okay then, but not now. So that's Sophia Bush, Jesse Lee Sofer on the show Chicago PD. And the ex-boyfriend she cheated on allegedly was Dan Friedenberg. We are now in 2017. It will be interesting to see if this A-slash-B-list mostly television actress who walked away from a hit network show with multiple spinoffs shares with fans her drug abuse and mental health issues that caused her to leave the show. And that is, of course, Sophia, the reference in Chicago PD. And just to prove I don't play favorites, I would not have pulled that blind because Sophia is my favorite. So <laughs> not playing favorites, guys, okay? This A-list minus mostly television actress from a hit network show and a bunch of crossovers is trying to sell a bunch of freight crap in a recent bunch of interviews. She acts like her marriage was pretty good when in fact she got cheated on every day of every second and she refuses to ever acknowledge it. Now, this is something I don't get. So that was her being allegedly interviewed about her marriage to Chad Michael Murray because she has never been pleasant about that marriage. Right. Like there's never been a moment where she was like, it was great. (laughs) Right. Except for maybe right after it happened. While she's still being like puppeteered by somebody probably to say it. Yeah. But when I read that, I was like, something's not adding up. Like, you know, and yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, that blind didn't work for me. (laughs) (laughs) We're now in 2018. I told you why this A-list, mostly television actress from a hit network show left her show now, because no one did what they told her what they would do. She is leaking to the press what happened. Now, I think what they're trying to say is that she was promised something, like an executive producer role on Chicago PD or something. But she ended up saying she was sexually harassed and verbally assaulted on the set of Chicago PD by Mm -hmm. the the actor who plays Voight, I believe. Okay. And he even came out and said he did it. So that's why that blind about her going to rehab, I was kind of like, but they've all said that like, he was really abusive to her on set. So I don't know like where the, where it is, you know what I mean? And you think that he, or that she was promised like 
some kind of blackmail-y kind of thing that's kind to of not what say I, something that's kind of what i think i think she <clears> was <throat> promised like an executive producer role or something mm-hmm. and um which is still gross right like she should still yeah. be able to talk about what happened but that's why that drug blind like threw me off yeah that makes sense so as far as like hillary burton the only thing i could find about her is when she talked about ben affleck groping her I don't know if you guys remember that she uh, was one of the first people to call out Ben Affleck for not saying shit about the Me Too movement mm-hmm. because when she was hosting TRL during the ep- or during the airing, he reached across her chest and like grabbed her boob, like yeah. touched her boob. Yeah, he squeezed it. Yeah, he squeezed it right. He squeezed it like yeah. right on TV. Um, and the only other thing I could find were that everyone was shocked that her and Jeffrey Dean Morgan had a child together. Good for her for like having a, like she has like a career, mm-hmm. but also like is very, like I don't read anything about her ever. I never see people talking about her or anything. Like that's the kind of fame I would want, you know? And I always hear out of the cast, like she's the friendliest, she's the most welcoming. And I was lucky enough to meet the cast. Um, season when they were doing season four they used to do a charity basketball game mm-hmm. and my mom she was like I know I've still haven't been to Disney I'm almost 31 and she was like we can either go to Disney or to the One Tree Hill basketball game and I was like clearly the One Tree Hill basketball <laughs> game but when we got there um I mean we were there super early like 7 a.m we probably didn't leave till like 6 p.m it was a long day for everybody mm-hmm. but the security guards were like no pictures like the line's taken too long. And I got to Hillary Burton, who I love from like TRL. And I was like, can we please get a picture? She's like, of course. And the security guard was like, no more pictures. She goes, she can take a picture with me. Mm. I know. And know what I said? I look at her. I'm like, you're my favorite host on TRL. And she was already been off for like four years. And she's yeah. like, thank you. Thanks little girl. Now move along. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Hillary Burton just seems like a cool ass chick, honestly. Yeah. Um, James Lafferty. I couldn't find many bl- anything about him other than he dated Bono's daughter. And that is why um, Bono allowed them to use the song One Tree Hill in the finale of One Tree oh. Hill. Um, he used to hook up with a lot of girls in Wilmington, which is like not surprising. It's a college town and he was like 18. Yeah. So for Bethany Joy Lenz, who goes by Joy, she played Haley. One of the things I found about her, somebody said, was Joy in a cult? Allison Mack had tweeted at her asking her to join the, quote, women's movement, a.k.a. Nixium, back in 2016. Um, and when a lot of that info broke in 2018, Joy finally responded to the tweet saying, no, thanks, hun. I've already been in a cult. And when you get out the other side of it, hit me up and we'll discuss. I used to literally... Like, I had an obsession with finding Allison Mack's tweets to celebrities, asking them to join Nexium. Like, did I she couldn't... delete them all? No. Oh. She sure the fuck did not. They are all still there. I used to have screenshots of all of them. And it was just, like, so embarrassing and funny. Because she would use the same kind of, like, wording for most of them. But then sometimes she would switch it up to try and, like, manipulate the person. And she'd be like, hey, like, 
I love you in so-and-so project and you seem like such an open blah 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 person like you would be great for this project or like this women's empowerment thing that I'm working on like wild but every I mean she tweeted everybody everybody you can think of that's I mean (laughs) fuck she did she's doing her thing the only like backstory I could find about that is allegedly like Joy's ex-husband was some kind of cult leader, but he passed away right after they got divorced. So mm. there was nothing okay. really there. And then um, Danielle Harris, who's now Danielle Ackles, in 2015, she was accused of being Jensen Ackles' beard and she had to publicly deny it. Like a lot of blind items said that Jared and Jensen were a couple, but I actually like don't believe that. Okay. Um, but I know like CW supernatural fans said for sure they were like something, but I, I don't know. I just, I don't buy that. I don't know why. Maybe because I love Jensen and Daniel. Yeah. Well, so, I, I trust anything that you say about this program. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, as we, I mean, that's all we have for One Tree Hill, but I think people just need to remember, like when that show came out, we, the, we had the OC, of course. But it was like small town drama. I mean, eventually it became fucking insane. But the way they utilized music and all this stuff, it was just, it was such a moment. I don't think, Mm -hmm. like, if you were to try and watch it today, it probably wouldn't sit the same. Yeah, I I agree. That's Um, why I have it. Yeah. I mean, Gossip Girl, you could still get into every day. I'm going to remind you to watch. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's just such a show of its time. And of course, it went on for way too long. But yeah it's one of my favorite shows and thank you for letting me fangirl for however long I just fangirl for Troy what do you think of the cast of One Tree Hill well I do just want to say I really very much agree with you that this show was like so like even though I I didn't watch it like I was in high school when it was airing Mm -hmm. and I just remember like I was a part of the phenomenon like I remember like like my friends were psychotic about One Tree Hill like it was crazy and at the time I worked at Hollister oh god so the music like that was like something I don't even really know if like I could explain to like a younger person now like the music on like um One Tree Hill Gossip Girl and the OC specifically like the OC obviously um the music I mean my god like we would get these playlists at Hollister and it was like 80% music from those shows like mm-hmm. that beach culture kind of sound so yeah it's it's like wild to think about just like I don't know I guess it would be comparable to like the way euphoria has sort of seeped into like everything now it was yeah. like that yeah a hundred percent and I do think One Tree Hill was always like the cast says this too that's why I'm saying it like that little engine that could it was very much like always on the cusp of being canceled. Always maybe not going to make it next season. Yeah. And the, just the crazy shit that went on on set. Um, one thing I didn't talk about, spoiler alert for anybody who has not watched Wondery Hill and doesn't know what happens 20 years later. <laughs> um, in the episode, the school shooting episode, Dan kills Keith, kills his brother. And Mark Schwann had always said, We did it because ratings were down. We needed ratings to be picked up. And this is how we were going to do it. So 
the guy who plays Keith, something Sheffer, Craig Sheffer, I think his name is. He was on the Drama Queens podcast and he said, he was like, oh no, I was promised that I was going to be kept on long-term as a long-term character, but I ruffled some feathers and got killed off. Oh my God. So I guess you don't want to ruffle feathers at all because then you lose your job. He like back talked the producer or the director for being a creep. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's wild. That's why it's like, it's, it would be exciting as like a young actor to get cast on a show like that, but also terrifying. Because I feel like it also sets you up for like years of being in this loop of like being that kind of celebrity that deals with that kind of shit. Yeah. And I mean, these CW actors, like James Lafferty was just on All American. It's kind of like you can't get out of that loop once you're in it. I mean, at least yeah. you have job security to some point. Right. But if anyone hasn't listened to Drama Queens, I highly recommend you listen to the episode with Barbara Allen Wood. And then there's an ep- who plays Deb. And then an episode with Moira Kelly, because the way they talk about how they were trying to protect those girls without being so open about protecting those girls mm-hmm. is really sad and interesting. Oh God. I want to listen to that. You should, because the way they talk about, they're like, we knew what was going on, but we were also being manipulated that like the younger girls were talking shit about the older, like it was insane. That is wild. I know. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, oh, and also <laughs> really quick, sorry. We did get a lot of DMs about Sophia Bush being mean. I have heard Sophia Bush isn't the friendliest person, but I've also heard she's nice. So. (laughs) You're choosing to believe the latter. (laughs) You know, I think I'm not going to say she hasn't been rude to people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for teaching me that Chad Michael Murray should not be trusted within a foot of any high school girl or mall yeah seriously keep him away from every spencer's and like auntie Anne pretzels when i was in one tree when i was in one tree hill when i was in wilmington um for like the one tree hill weekend uh i was like 15 so like 2004 2005 and we were walking around the mall and like people were talking about how chad michael murray hooks up with people who work at forever 21 like at the mall we hear people talk what the fuck? So and obviously bizarre. if you're like a young girl working at Forever 21, you're going to absolutely fuck Chad Michael Murray and tell everybody. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. And I know now he's very nice at fan events and stuff. So maybe he has grown and changed, you know, mm-hmm. try and give him the benefit of the doubt. But, but yeah, I think, I think the whole set was rotted and it probably made everybody rotted. Cause even um, Jana Kramer was like, people were mean to me. And I'm like, but look at who's your boss. Right. He's probably telling these people to not be friends with you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's one tree hill. Well, I, this was fun for me. This was a fun <laughs> little sit back and just enjoy it kind of moment. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I know we've been doing advice, but I don't know if Troy and I can give advice this week. <laughs> no, you don't want our advice this week. Trust me. It'll give you bad energy. <laughs> yeah, we're full of bad energy. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for listening. And again, I do apologize for the Demi episode. Had I have known that I should have used she, they, I definitely would have. And I will definitely make sure we do that in the future. So I just want to say thank you again for everyone who like educated us on that. 
And we love you. We adore you. We will see you next week. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And hopefully we see you at a live show. Yes. Get home from work safe or get to work safe or get home from school safe or whatever. All the things. We love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.